Hello and welcome to DFS Coach Talk. Today is Saturday, October the 1st. We are into October here, 2022, and I am Joe Sarvati, affectionately known as Coach. Voice is getting a little bit better. I'm uh, easing back into it. Hopefully it doesn't go during this podcast, but uh, feeling a little bit better today. Certainly uh, always feels better when you're winning, that's for sure. So even though the last few days I've been sick and had the tough throat going, man, I feel great because we're winning. The members are winning. A lot of people posting winning lineups, and that is phenomenal. I'm hoping that uh, those that are here in chat with us uh, that listen to the pod every day uh, that aren't members, that they're still crushing it as well. And if you are still winning like that, uh, definitely post it. Shoot us uh Something on Twitter, uh, tag us at DFS Coach Talk. This way, uh, we can share the love. Let us know you won. We're going to give you a shout out and uh, be on down the road from there. I don't know. This throat is shaky, man. It's I cannot believe that I cannot get rid of this thing. It's so frustrating. But I do feel okay. So as long as you guys can hear me, I'm going to keep going. Um, have a nice warm drink here. I will have to take some sips, but we're going to get through this and we're going to go through 16 games. No messing around. We're going to look at the whole entire slate. We're going to, uh, we're going to be providing for the early slate on DraftKings, the very early slate on FanDuel, the all day slate on Yahoo, and then all three sites main slate at 710 this evening. So all 16 games may very well come into play and we're going to try to sweep everything. I mean, that's when you're on a roll, you want to keep rolling. So that's what we're going to continue to do. So um, I'm going to go through the games. It won't be as cut and dry as normal where I just give you a strict pay up value, etc. Because there's so many multiple slates and so many games, I'm just going to go through every game, break them day, down, give you my, preferred payups and values and fades, of course, which, you know, yesterday that was the key, I think, to a lot of our success. We did fade some of the right people and our pitchers uh, really came through for us. So it was outstanding. So great to see uh, some people in here this morning. I know a lot of folks are, are probably uh, jumping on college football and have all that kind of stuff going. And I get it. And I know it's a busy morning, but I wanted to do the podcast now rather than tonight because, you know, it's just such a good spread out slate. Uh, the early slate has been uh, good to us. And that Yahoo all day slate is probably my highest winning percentage of any slate that I play all week. That's that all day Yahoo uh, on the weekend. So we're going to cover all of it. I appreciate everybody being in here. Uh, Rodney Pollard, my man. Yeah, he takes the mantle back of being the first one in the pod this morning. So hello to you. To Prince, good morning. Fear Money, how are you doing this morning? Um, let's see. Payne is doing well, Mr. Dead Presidents. Um, Niall Simmons, great to see you, brother. Um, King of Smack has jumped into the building. And, of course, our brother boy from Cali. All right. Small group to start out, but that's okay because we're going to win all the money. 
They're it's they're they're missing out. That's all I can say. Tony A has jumped in. Let's do this, Tony A. Um, let's see. Hi, Coach. Uh, pods in Seattle let us down. You know, we we won on all three sites. We got it done. That's for sure. But the Padres could have definitely hit more. Seattle's bats definitely slowed down. It could have been, if those Seattle bats took off, it would have been boxcars last night. I mean, big time. Uh, but still, uh, you know, good enough to cash everywhere. And that's what you got to do in this game. You know, we say it all the time, and I won't get on my soapbox, but I will say this. If you're not focusing on contest selection and you're not monitoring bankroll management, none of the plays that you you choose matter. You got to do those two things first. So that's a big part of what we're all about at Coach Talk. If you're not part of what we're doing, come and join us. It's uh, dfscoachtalk at gmail.com if you want to send us any questions. If you want to post any questions, uh, you can DM us at dfscoachtalk on Twitter. And you can always jump in these live podcasts and post questions there because we're going to answer those. If you want to join us, go to dfscoachtalk.com uh, and you can get any of our memberships. As you see on the bottom, we just started our NBA membership. And the cool thing about that is the NBA season starts October 16th. So we have two weeks and uh, two days till the start of NBA, which I'm going out of my mind about. I'm so excited. But uh, if you sign up for our NBA package today, you get from today until October 16th completely free. And then from October 16th through all the way to the end of the NBA season, which is April 9th, 2023. And it's only four payments of $77 in honor of Luca. It was uh, Dirk's idea. Four payments of 77 uh, Luca dollars, and then you're good to go. And you get everything we have here at Coach Talk, all of our sports. So all kinds of stuff happening. Today, like I say, uh, super busy day. We've got these early uh, lineups that we're going to be posting for MLB. We have MMA in the middle of the afternoon, main slate tonight for baseball. And then don't forget to join us at 8 p.m. Central. It's going to be Stephen and Deb joining me if my voice holds up. If it doesn't, it'll be Stephen and Deb. And we're going to review the entire NFL slate for tomorrow, uh, break every uh, position down, take a look at what is the direction to go uh, for the NFL tomorrow. We're also going to be giving away uh, two sets of tickets um, on that podcast. We're going to give a set of tickets away today as well on this baseball podcast for the Millie Maker on DraftKings tomorrow. We want somebody to take that sucker down. So real busy day today, and then tomorrow um, I'll be back at this same time because there's early, obviously Sundays is all early. Uh, we're the only baseball uh, podcast in town tomorrow, so we're your one-stop shop. Get your football all organized and ready. Jump on with me at 11 a.m. Eastern for baseball tomorrow. Then as soon as we're done, you can finish up your football. I'm telling you, Saturdays and Sundays, especially Sundays, the weekends, all kinds of the NFL fish money swims over into the MLB pool. And those pools are great. Some of them get overlay as well. Uh, it's just a great place to, to really get uh, that bankroll built up DFS-wise. 
Uh, good morning there, Aaron Sampson. Great to have you in there with us. All right, my friends, weather-wise, we do have the two concerns in New York and Washington with uh, the remnants of Eli. It's going to hopefully blow out of there in time. I'm going to go over all 16 games like all 16 are going to play. But these two games that we have to watch, uh, we have to watch Washington and New York. I'll get on the weather, post all of the uh, radar, and make sure that we don't get any uh, misfires there. Yesterday, we were right on the money, getting rid of that game early, so we were able to build more concrete uh, lineup. So we will follow that very good. Good morning, Alan. Great to see you in here with us. All right. Let's get this done. Seven game uh, main slate tonight, by the way, on all three sites. Uh, seven uh, games for all of them. All right, here we go. Again, Baltimore and the Yankees are the first game, but we have to watch the weather. If We may have uh, too much rain. It may get postponed. So we're going to follow that up until lock. It's 105, only a six and a half total, only 55 degrees with a wind blowing in from the left at 14 miles an hour. So if it plays, certainly pitching weather and not hitting weather at all. It is uh, Austin Voth, 5.9K, Nestor Cortez, 9.6K. Um, 2.58 implied for Baltimore, 3.92 for the Yankees. Based on the weather, the situation, uh, I'm just not going to pay a lot of attention to this game. Um, if it does play, a couple of Yankees bats wouldn't be a bad idea, but I don't trust this weather uh, and the hitting conditions in this game. But I also don't trust the pitchers enough to roster them. So uh, more than likely, this is going to generally be a pass game for me. A one-off hitter, if it's going to go for sure, a one-off hitter from Boston and one-off hitter from New York, is probably going to be all that I'm going to do. Also at 105, the other uh, remnants of Ian Rain possible game is Philadelphia and Washington. Uh, they're trying to get this in, though, because they have a doubleheader here. I expect the second game is going to be safe, but this first game is definitely a concern. So watch it closely. If it does go, it's 61 degrees, 17 mile an hour wind blowing in from right center. So another pitching game here. Don't load up on the hitters in either one of these early games if they do go. With the wet temperatures, the wind blowing in, and it's an odd wind too. So I would not trust the hitting situation in these first two games. It's Kyle Gibson 7K against Anibal Sanchez 6.5. 4.65 implied for Philly. 3.35 for the Nationals. And the total is 8. So, again, uh, not going to go here much because of the concern with the weather. If the game is 100% play, then you got to look at some of the Philadelphia bats. Uh, Schwarber and Harper, certainly the lefties against Sanchez, are great plays. But you can get a little bit cheaper with Hoskins and Bohm and even Castellanos. So, we're going to follow it close. If it plays, I'll have some exposure to Philadelphia bats and Washington one-off at most. All right, 220. It's the Cincinnati Reds, Chicago Cubs, 64 degrees, 
12 mile an hour wind blowing in from left. So not great hitting conditions in Chicago either. It's why you only have a total in this game of six and a half. 3.05 implied for Cincinnati. 3.45 for the Cubs. Nick Lodolo, 9.1K against Drew Smiley, 7.1K. I do like Lodolo here. The strikeout potential, uh, definitely upside there uh, against this Cubs lineup. So I think he's a fine play as a pitcher on the early slate. I do like a couple of the Reds bats a little bit uh, against Smiley, specifically the righties. Uh, They're leading off and just pile driving nine righties in this lineup. They're leading off India, and then it goes Steer, Farmer, Solano, Fairchild, Aquino, Reynolds, Barreros, and Romai. So I do like a red stack up top against Smiley. I like these writers, uh, righties, especially India, Steer, Solano, and Fairchild. Aquino has great BVP against Smiley as well. So this will be a key game for the early and afternoon slate. For me, I'll be riding Lodolo and the Reds' bats, which isn't the greatest fielding in the world, but it is what it is. All right, quick drink here. Let me see. Anybody else come in here? Let's see. Oh, man, he called Jamison Lamison. Is that a Freudian slip, Tony A.? So if Jamison pitches bad, we're going to have to call him Lamison. That's for sure. But I agree with you, man. He's a good young pitcher. Cortez, for me, I just, I don't know. I, I don't feel it. Um, I know he's gotten better. He's stretched back out. He's going against a bad team. And he's borderline. Um, I But I don't like his price that much. And, you know, we'll see how deep he goes. And if the weather, you know, concern, concerns me there, too. Because you could have a delay, you could have an in-game delay, it could be canceled. So I'm not focusing on Cortez, but I understand the play if you want to get there. Um, uh, the red the Reds bats, am I on? I'm on the stack. Yeah, it was a slip, Tony. Yeah, I agree, but I'm afraid that it was a slip that that is going to turn back and bite us because I like Jamison too. Um, to go back, uh, if you did miss it, uh, Alan particularly like the righties against uh, Smiley in this matchup. And again, it's uh, India. Well, they're all righties against Smiley today, all nine of them. But I like India, Steer, Farmer, Solano, and Fairchild, and Aquino, those top six. You could play any of them. But I do like India at the top. And I like Fairchild today at only 2.3K. Farmer's 4.9. I still like him. And again, Aquino has the best BVP against him. Uh, at uh, 2.3. So Aquino, even in a small sample size, if you want to go there, it's just that guy can drive you nuts because he goes over a lot. But he is 5 for 11 against Smiley with three bombs, 1727 OPS. So, I mean, it's hard to pass that up uh, for sure because he's if he catches one, uh, you're good to go and he's not going to be highly owned. All right. Back to it. Uh, 307, a very uh, important game here. Boston, Toronto should be a fun one. Um, this is my key game for the early slate. My favorite stack is, a, is Toronto. Um, I know this Brian Balo is improving and he's highly sought uh, young uh, pitcher, 
And I, I just don't think he's a good enough pitcher. And I like Toronto in this game. And I like a lot of their bats. So I'm going to try to uh, afford as many as I can. Springer was our hero yesterday, man. He was the reason that we had such a good night. He came up huge for us. That late homer was massive. Um, so I like Toronto side big time. I like bats on both sides. It's a total of eight, um, 3.65 on the Boston side, 4.35 for the Toronto side. More than likely, the dome will be closed. The roof will be closed. Uh, so still good hitting, though. Uh, I like the hitting when the roof's closed there. And so I'm going to have a smattering of guys from this game. As many uh, Blue Jays, again, I'm not a five-man stacker. I just, the way I build my lineups, I prefer going three, four if I completely love the team. But, you know, having a combination, again, of Springer, probably Guerrero in the three-hole, a Kirk Chapman, Tay Oscar, that group, I'd like to try to get three of those guys if possible. Uh, I like some of the Red Sox bats too. I'm not a big stripling guy. Devers, if you can afford him, is 6'2", certainly deserves some, some ownership. Always like Verdugo uh, in a, against stripling. He's 4.3. Uh, JD's been do, do, hitting the ball decently. I like the youngster Tristan Cassis too. He's got a stick. He can play, and he's only 2'7". So uh, one of my other uh, real strong plays, and he's a BVP play. I'm not sure where they're going to hit him in the order yet, but Enrique, also known as Kike Hernandez, is a big favorite of mine on that early slate. He's 5 for 12 uh, against Scripling. He's home or he's batting 417 at 12.50 OPS, and I think they're going to move him up in the order today. There's no official uh, lineup out on them. But I do like this game. Uh, that's why I will have the majority of my early build uh, will be from this game and then some of the Reds. Um, all right, let's move on to the uh, 405 game, Diamondbacks and Giants. I'm going to go over all the games because we are giving out the Yahoo all-day slate, which is going to have the majority of these games, can have 14 games. All right, Arizona, San Francisco, seven and a half total. Uh, it is Dre Jameson, the young pitcher from Arizona. We've talked about him in here a few times. Um, and I do think he's a nice young pitcher, nice young up-and-comer. Uh, Tony A's been on him since day one. He brought him up in here, and I'm a fan as well. I like him in this matchup against San Francisco. I always love pitchers in that ballpark anyway, and I think he gets a decent run here. He's 8-3 on DraftKings, which isn't super cheap, but uh, I think he's in a good spot. 61 degrees in San Fran, a little wind blowing out to left, but that doesn't bother me. It's more swirling winds in San Fran. You're going to get a combination in San Fran, of the, the placement starter at the front, and then the bulk pitcher after that in Alexander and then Jacob Junis. So it does really uh, bring in Arizona bats for me. Again, I don't like stacking in San Francisco at all, personally, because of the weather and the ballpark. But to have a couple of guys from the Diamondbacks, I think, is very smart. Can get super cheap with Paven Smith in the two-hole at 2.3. If he is batting second, we don't have an official lineup yet. Uh, and then you can jump around there. Walker's a decent play. The youngster, Corbin Carroll, if he's in the lineup. Cooper Hummel. They're letting some of these young, talented players play. 
and uh, they're getting decent at bats and they look pretty good on the San Francisco side. Um, again, not going to go there with the sticks. I prefer Jameson. I think he's a nice uh, SP two or early or on an all day slate as well. All right. four ten. We got the Oakland A's, Seattle Mariners six and a half. The total there in Seattle um, expect the roof. It may be open because there's, a hot spell there up in the upper uh, Pacific there. So I think it might be open, but the total still six and a half, 2.43 implied for Oakland, 4.07 for the Mariners. JP Sears, the lefty versus Luis Castillo, uh, 9.9 K for the Mar- Mariners. Uh, every of every pitcher on the slates that are before the main slate, which is seven ten. Uh, Castillo's the highest owned and deserves to be. He's in the best spot. Uh, this is a great spot for him pitching wise. So very possibly could be part of my all day slate or whatever slate you're playing where he is part of that. I think Luis Castillo is one of the best uh, pitching plays uh, on the entire slate today. Oakland's not hitting well. They're playing some of their even younger guys and uh, just a, a perfect spot for him. Uh, Seattle's in that race uh, still to lock down a position for uh, the playoffs and how that falls into place. So Castillo's my, my top pitcher there. Don't like any of the A's at bats. Uh, hopefully some of the Seattle bats can come back after stinging us yesterday. But, you know, really more France, Suarez, Haniger. Santana Torrens is that group again, but uh, looking more towards Suarez and Haniger and France, uh, those three being the key bats, but uh, not going to be going crazy with them. But those three right-handed bats, I would love to have two of them if possible. All right, 6-10, we've got two more, actually three more games and then the main slate. So uh, let me take a real quick look. How are we doing in chat? I know these Saturday pods, oh, we have a decent group in there, so that's not too bad. Um, I know a lot of people get distracted by college football and everything else, but trust me, the weekends are are ATM machines, man, if you follow what you're doing. Um, Awesome, Niall Simmons. I love that you had Springer. He was the key to the slate. There's no doubt about it. I do have some ownership for the day slate on DraftKings for pitchers and stacks. Um, I'll go over those for you, uh, Tony A, just because you're asking. Um, I am going to go over the ownership for the main slate and go back and forth with that. Um, It's so diluted on trying to break it out because there's a very early slate on FanDuel. Then there's the early slate. Then you got, I mean, there's like all these different, you know, configurations of slates and it gets ridiculously confusing. So um, what I'll do is I'll touch on those for you, Tony, uh, and then we'll go over them more in depth for the main slate here that starts at 710. We're going to do that here on this podcast as well. All right. Um, Let's see. Let's get back to it. So these three games, let's knock them out and then we'll look at a little ownership. 610 Kansas City Royals, Cleveland Guardians, 62 degrees in Cleveland, 16 mile an hour wind blowing in. So that's not helpful for hitters. Seven and a half the, the total. 
uh, Chris Bubich, though, the boob, the big booby, uh, the lefty 7K for Kansas City. Zach Plezak, uh, 8.8K for the Guardians. So Guardians have their stuff wrapped up. So I'm interested to see if they rest anybody or what the situation is there. Uh, we've got to follow that lineup. So I'm not high on that side. Uh, it is Bubich. So depending on who falls into that lineup today, I wouldn't mind getting a few righties, specifically Rosario and Gonzalez would be my top two. Maybe even Owen Miller slides into that. So let's see uh, what that lineup looks like uh, when it comes out. On the, the Kansas City side, I think you're safe to go with any of these top youngsters um, in Melendez, Witt, Pascantino. Uh, those three specifically, Pascantino's all the way up to three seven. Man, he was two three two six forever. Then they moved him to two nine. Now they just burst the bubble. He's all the way to three seven. So, not not the lock play that uh, I was hoping for at that price. Uh, the problem is these Kansas City guys priced up ridiculously. So much harder to get to them, uh, but wouldn't mind a one off on that side. 610, you have the Minnesota Twins and the Detroit Tigers. 65 degrees in Detroit. Wind blowing out to right center at 11 miles an hour. So actually a ball game with nice weather, wind blowing out, great conditions for hitting, and two pitchers that have a tendency to give up gopher balls. So this is a nice sneaky little game uh, to make some money on with two offenses that have been just awful. So uh, interesting here. Eight and a half is the Vegas total, so they're respecting it as well. 4.43 implied for Minnesota, 4.07 for Detroit. Dylan Bundy at 7.9K, Drew Hutchison 6.5K. I think you can get, you know, a couple of guys from each side here and feel fairly good about it. Um, Miranda, if he's leading off, is always uh, a nice play. Correa has been hitting the ball. Uh, Arise missed a game. Uh, but he's trying, he's neck and neck with uh, Judge for the batting championship. So if he does play, I think Arise is a good play. He's going to be definitely focused in and trying to beat out infield hits and whatever it takes. So uh, I hope he doesn't sit again, though, because if he tries to back into the hitting crown, uh, that's pretty pathetic. I hate when guys sit at the end of a season to get a, a scoring championship or hitting championship. So Let's hope Arise gets in there. If he does, I think he's super playable. Uh, on the Detroit side, um, you know, Badu, if he's leading off, has been actually hitting a little bit. Seems pretty bizarre because he didn't have much of a stick, but he's always a stolen base guy too. So can look to him. Harold Castro, a cheap cleanup hitter. Maybe Baez, whose price has come down a little bit. Uh, so some... Some guys, and they're actually playable for a change just because of the weather and the pitching opponents. Then the last game is the 705 second game of the doubleheader. It's on some slates, not on some others. Uh, it's Philadelphia, Washington, Noah Syndergaard versus Tommy Romero. Uh, when I first looked at it, I thought it said Tony Romo. And I said, I had to say, who? Uh, Tommy Romero. So, uh, not a couple of super stud pitchers. Romero, I guess, is uh, one of the youngsters in the Nationals uh, farm system that's come up. Uh, if the weather's good, 63 degrees, 13 mile an hour wind blowing in. Um, again, 
you know, we got to see what the weather's going to be like. But I definitely like Philly's bats here massively. If this game plays, if it's on any of your slates, I would go Harper number one, Schwarber number two, and then, you know, Philadelphia stack there. Again, I don't know if this is a playable game in on which slate. Uh, Nationals, Syndergaard is not pitching well, but their lineup is just so terrible. I don't think they blow them up, but uh, a young Abrams maybe in the two hole Manessas void or Garcia would be the, the other options, but there's so many better places to get to. All right. You asked Tony a is so I'm going to look my man. Let's go. To, let me see. I'm going to have to put this in here. I'm going to go to major league ownership projections for the early slate on DraftKings, and let's see, position, we're going to first look at pitching and see what we have there. All right. Ownership for pitching for the early slate on DraftKings right now. Hopefully I have the right one. There, um, There's a, there's a, yeah, this is the one. 51 percent Luis Castillo. I agree with that. He's 9,900. Lodolo at 39%. I agree with that at 9,100%. So go ahead, call me Chalk Monster. It's okay, but those are the two best pitchers on the early slate on DraftKings. Case closed. After that, you have Drew Smiley, 24%. Kyle Gibson, 21 Uh, Here's the guy, Dre Jameson. You brought him up, 3%, my friend. 3%. So that's where you can get different. I'd have a combination of Castillo, Lodolo, and Jamison as my three plays. Uh, Brian Balo, 1%. I think he gets smoked. And Anibal Sanchez, if that game plays, 1% as well. All right. Now let's go back and see if we can look at stacks for the DraftKings early slate. Top stacks. Now we have to go to DraftKings. Let's see what we have here early. It does get confusing. All right, my friend. Philadelphia, if it plays 20% ownership right now with an 18% chance of being the best stack. Arizona second at 14 against Junis. We said we like that. I do. 14% for Seattle against Sears. We definitely said we liked that, although they burned us a little yesterday. Toronto's 13% against Boston. That's my favorite stack on the early slate. So we're getting a little leverage there with only 13%, 11% chance of being the top stack. Then it's the Yankees at 12, and then the other teams are all low single digits. So there we go, my friend. We got that covered. All right. Yes. Uh, Doug L pitching chalk is usually fine. Well, yeah, I mean, it depends on the slate and the matchups and the leverage and the price. That's the beauty of DFS. There's no particular rhyme or reason of one particular thing that's going to work all the time. It's a combination. But on a, a slate this size with that dominant of pitchers, I think you're right, Doug. I think it does work out a lot of the times. But if you do get different and fade one of those top two own, for example, and play the youngster and Jameson, and it works out, uh, gives you a massive edge, man. Massive, massive edge. All right. Now we're going to get down to the nitty-gritty of 
Um, the main slate, the seven gamer on all three sites. Uh, that's where a lot of my play is going to be. I am going to be playing a little more early than I usually do, though. And I'm going to we'll be providing to members. If you are a member, you're going to get our early slate stuff, the Yahoo all day. Then you're going to get our main slate stuff. And in the middle, we're providing for MMA. And then tonight, I want I would hope all of you will take a minute, jump in with us at 8 p.m. Eastern because Deb and Steven are going to just blow up that NFL slate for tomorrow. We're going to just crush it and get that ready to go. How about we give out a set of tickets? I'm going to give out two sets today. I feel in a giving mood today. We've been winning, we've been giving, and it pays back. The other thing I want to say, anybody that's been riding the tail here and winning with us, do me a favor and super super chat us a, a buck, 99 cents, two bucks, whatever. Only reason I'm saying that is it doesn't go to us. It goes to charity, and we're get, this charity only has to – oh, it's over. Uh, you know, let's extend it through the weekend. Today and tomorrow will be the last two days for Operation Hope, which is David Dulac, Dulac's favorite choice. Uh, so please, let's do that. Um, just today and tomorrow, uh, whatever Super Chats go into the kitty, that 100% goes to Operation Hope. We don't keep anything that is Super Chatted in here. So, boy from Cali. Can you tell people, if you don't mind, how to super chat in here if they don't know how to do that? Uh, and again, I'm just asking for the charity's sake. And this weekend uh, for our podcast, we'll mention it on each of those. Try to get it a few extra bucks that we're sending forward. I'll generally round that up and send a little bit more uh, on the on the backside of that. If you happen to be watching right now uh, on uh, YouTube, take a second, hit the thumbs up. Hit the subscribe button and then click the little alert in the upper corner. That lets you know when any of our podcasts post live and you don't want to miss them. We do a seven day a week MLB podcast and then starting very soon, uh, two weeks, we'll be doing a seven day a week NBA podcast. Our normal podcast time during the week is always going to be 3.45 p.m. Eastern unless there's a slew of early games, then we'll go earlier. Hey, Alan. Thank you, Alan Hayes, man. Appreciate you. We really do. Uh, and Operation Hope appreciates you. Um, and then on the weekends, uh, we'll try to stick at 345, except for days like this where there's big early slates. We'll do an 11 a.m. So you can always check those. So hit that alert button so you know when the podcast posts. Um, if you're watching on Twitter live, please like and retweet and certainly um, subscribe to us there so you get all of our updates. Uh, if you win the drawings today, you can tweet us right there, DM us on Twitter at DFS Coach Talk. If you want to send me a direct message there, you see right below my name, um, me is at Joe Sarvati is where you can catch me. Lower right side in the chat, look for the dollar sign. That's where the super chat is. And thank you again, Alan. That is awesome, man. Um, all right. I, oh, we're giving away the tickets. Okay. The, I'm going to spin the wheel here. First set of tickets. Uh, DM me with your PayPal email address so we can send this out to you because I want to make sure you get in that Millie Maker tomorrow because I'm telling you this season, somebody's going to win the million from the free roll that we're giving away here on Coach Chuck. I feel it. And we're going to shout it out. It is going to be a blast. All right. The winner of the first set 
of tickets is Aaron Sampson. Aaron, it feels like Aaron Sampson wins every time. Did you, how many times have you won, Aaron? You are lucky, man. Play the lottery or get on a next flight to Vegas. Aaron Sampson, congratulations. Um, you have won two more tickets, so multiple free rolls. You're taking that sucker down. So remind me, though, because I don't want to forget, even though you sent it before, send me your PayPal email in Twitter. All right, we're diving into this main slate. I want to get this done so you guys don't leave me and go watch college football uh, too much. So let's get these games in. Um, here we go. Main slate. 7-10 this starts. There are seven great games. I'm fired up. 7-20. Huge game. Mets and Braves. Game that matters and a big game for me. It is 69 degrees in Atlanta. Wind blowing out to center at 13 miles an hour. A little concerning there. The uh, over-under is uh, seven. So you got a seven total in Vegas. 3.58 for the Mets. 3.42 for the Braves. Mad Max, Scherzer, 11K. Kyle Wright, 8.7K. All right, pay up pitcher. Main slate for me, bing, Max Scherzer. I'm paying the money. I know you're going to say, Coach, well, you didn't pay the money for DeGrom yesterday. Well, that ended up being pretty good. I know he struck out a bunch of guys and his numbers weren't bad, but he gave up some gopher balls and I just didn't feel like that was the right timing and fit. Max Scherzer is and I'll say this on record, the number one most competitive player in baseball, one of the most competitive in sport. And this game matters, and it's in Atlanta. He feeds off of that. I know the wind's blowing out. The temperature's decent. I think he has a terrific game. And he's stretched back out and pitching great. Uh, he's only probably going to go six, maybe seven at the most, but that's all we need. His pitch count has steadily gone up since he's come back. He went 67 and 68, somehow scored 55 pitching points on FanDuel with only a 68 pitch count. So, but then here's the key. The last game he went 91 pitches, and this game matters. I think he pitches 100 pitches tonight. Maybe between 90 and 100, and I think that's plenty. Atlanta strikes out more than any team in Major League Baseball against righties. You saw it yesterday with DeGrom. Even though he gave up those gopher balls, he struck out a bunch. I love this matchup for him. I'm hoping he goes seven innings and strikes out nine, maybe gives up one run. That will be the top pitcher on the slate, and that's where I'm going today. I know that's no hot take, but it is in the sense that I faded DeGrom and some of the other big boys yesterday. Uh, I'm starting my main slate lineup with Mad Max Scherzer. I trust him. I think he gets it done, and I think you need him. All right. Um, as far as hitting goes, uh, obviously not going to go to the, any of the uh, Braves bats. Uh, Mets-wise, with Kyle Wright on the mound, for me it brings the lefties into play more. Uh, Nimmo. Uh, Lindor, McNeil, all three at the top there. And then Vogelbach, Naquin, es Escobar, all those guys are going to be from the left side. Uh, I think you can go with at least two of them. I'm not going to stack full stack at all against Wright. I respect him a bit, but I don't, I don't think that he's good enough to hold the Mets down here. So 
I'm going to uh, go with a couple of Mets. Uh, a lot of it will have to do with salary that I can fill in there. Let's go right to pitching ownership on the main slate, guys, because since I'm pointing out Max Scherzer, uh, we're going to have to give this a good look. So we're going to um, ownership projections on the main slate, uh, top pitching tool on the main slate. We'll look at DraftKings first. And then from the ownership perspective, um, you've got Jordan Montgomery, number one, because he's only 7,600 and he's pitching against the Buckos. So he's number one at 42% on DraftKings. Mad Max, second at 38. Christian Javier at 31. Mike Clevenger, 18. He's been pitching better lately. Suarez at 17 and a half. Michael Grove from the Dodgers against that crappy Rockies team, 16 and a half. And McClanahan at 11. Dylan Cease at nine. Everybody else much further down the chart there. On FanDuel, Mad Max number one and 31. The one pitching slate, it makes sense. Montgomery still a lot there. 25%, only 8,700, so that makes sense. Javier's third at 17, and then it falls off the face of the earth. Suarez, seven, Cease, four, and then almost no ownership beyond that. On Yahoo, 36% for Montgomery. So he is really chalky today. Uh, he's only 39 bucks on Yahoo. Mad Max is second. He is 56 bucks, 32% ownership. McClanahan, 25. Javier, 25. Cease 20, uh, which is much higher on Yahoo than he is on the other two sites. Suarez 13, Grove 11, and Kyle Wright 10. So that gives you a picture of the main slate ownership. All right. As far as, um, let's go to the next game then. We've got um, Tampa Bay and Houston, six and a half total in the dome in Houston. Shane McClanahan, the lefty. 8.9K, Christian Javier, 9.4K. 2.90 implied for Tampa, like I said, 3.60 for the Astros. So where do we go here? McClanahan's been decent, uh, but the Astros have been hitting, and that ballpark is so conducive to hitting. So I'm not going McClanahan. I'm also not going Javier. I like Tampa's scrappy bats. Again, I like the hitting in that stadium. And I just don't know how far and deep Houston goes here with their pitchers. Um, it's They have everything wrapped up. They need nothing. So um, I think that, uh, you know, I don't, I don't see any reason to spend 9.4K for Christian Javier, even though he's getting some ownership. As far as bats go, you know, Franco in the middle, a Rosarena, they've been hitting. If it's Jonathan Aranda, a top at 2.3k he's gotten some some good at bats for us recently so i think at the top of that order you can find uh some good uh decent enough value for houston bats wise um against the lefty you know it's it makes it a little trickier uh altuve is pretty expensive but he's been hitting pena seems to i mean he hit that monster home run for us a couple of nights ago He's only 4.1, so he is definitely an option. Bregman homered again yesterday. He's hot. 
but after that, I'm not going to spend up for the huge money for an Alvarez or Tucker uh, on this particular slate. All right, at 840, we've got the White Sox and the Padres. Uh, it's 70 degrees in San Diego. Perfect. No wind to speak of. Totals only seven. Split right down the middle, 3.50 each side. Dylan Cease, 10.1K versus Mike Clevenger, 5.9K. And Clevenger, as you saw, is getting some ownership because he's dirt cheap. Cease at 10.1K, uh, not getting that much ownership. Um, they have been protecting Cease here at the end of the year. Here's what he's pitched in the last several games. Six innings, six innings, five innings, six innings. So let's just say those. That's when they started to decrease the total pitches. So the big question is, yes, he's pitching great. He's in a good spot. But I don't know if he goes deep enough to spend that kind of money. As much as I like him, as much as I want to play him, I just have that fear that he gets yanked after, uh, you know, five innings or something. But, you know, that's half of me. The other half says even though he only went six innings, he's still been getting a good pitch count. He's just been drawn out. He gets a lot of full counts. So he's, I don't know, man. Now I'm sort of talking myself back into Cease. I'm on the fence. But even though I mentioned that amount of uh, innings pitched, the pitch count is what matters, not the innings. 95, 107, 107, 95, 103, 103, 93, 93, 94, 91, 94, 97, 94. No games under 93 innings or pitches, <laughs> innings, 93 pitches in any game this year. Why would that change now? I'm back on Dylan Cease. So live here, I went from on him to off him to on him. Dylan Cease, let's spend the money. Don't be afraid. There's so many cheap bats, guys. You can grab a you grab a 2.1k, you know, guy hitting second and you're fine. Let's go back to Dylan. Let you know Cease and Scherzer. I mean, that sounds so palatable. And I know there's expense there, but I'll get you some bats that are cheap enough to go to those two spots. I mean, it's a great spot for him here. It really is. I mean, the Padres just have so given up. They really don't care. Neither one of these teams really cares. You know, hopefully the Padres sit somebody today. You just don't know. I mean, last night I thought they'd hit for a change for like the eighth time I played them. They never really hit that much. Um, they have some dead outs at the bottom of that lineup. Um, so I'm, let's go with Dylan, man. I, I think he's a good play. Um, White Sox bats, you know, I'm fading Clevenger and he's going to have ownership because he's cheap. I mean, some people are going to go for the Clevengers and they're going to go for, uh, you know, these these cheap guys uh, to try to get uh, Montgomery's to try to get big bats. But um, I don't, I'm not going to go there. In fact, I'd grab a, a, a White Sox or two. Let's see where that batting order lies. Because Andrus at up top, Mark Payton has shown that he can hit a bit. There's your 2.1K guy in the two hole. Just like I said, that could be the guy that makes uh, Cease work right on the same team. But I'd like to get one of the big sticks tonight, whether it be Abreu, Jimenez, Sheets, or Moncada. So let's see if they're in the lineup. Moncada missed the other day and uh, get a little exposure uh, against some of that Clevenger ownership that's going to be out there. All right, quick 
Doug L. Thank you, my friend. Doug L. Let's do it. Another super chat for Operation Hope. We really do appreciate that. Where is David Dulac today? My goodness, I just noticed that. That's a bummer. Um, did I miss anybody? Let's. I didn't. I think I missed Marcus F. King of all trades. If I didn't say hello, hello, JT, Ty Johnson. Um, I think everybody else is in here. Oh gosh, Coach Mom has decided she's been coaching me from afar here telling me to drink tea. She's worried about my health. What other mom has, what other uh, DFS provider has a mom that understands and plays DFS? And I'm not going to say her age because she almost killed me for saying her age in the past. But you know what? I started, this is the honest to God truth. And I'll just I'll do this really quick because I know you guys want to go watch foot, uh, foot, college football. But my first fantasy league, this is an honest to God true story. And you can read some about it on our website. In 1980, okay, I was a sophomore in high school. That gives away my age, but it is what it is. We did our first uh, fantasy league. We got the idea from a magazine called Inside Sport Magazine. They did something called La Rotisserie Club. They drafted baseball guys. It was a group of attorneys in Boston, but uh, from Boston to New York. So we copied it. We did it for baseball. We did it for basketball. And those were the first two sports. And then we did it for football. So 1980, this was my 42nd year in my baseball league. So it's pretty cool. And back then, I'm living at home, of course, as a high school student. My mother was there. She saw the first draft. She was giving us food. She's been a DFS fan since the early 80s. So great to have her in here and uh, pretty pretty hilarious to have uh, a mom in there chasing after you when you're uh, – doing a podcast and not feeling great. So funny. All right. Uh, let's see. Back to it. Uh, but thank you for that super chat, Doug L. Really do appreciate it. You know, Cease's K's, you know, his, here's the deal. He's had longer pitch counts. His K's are down. No doubt. He had five against Detroit and three against Cleveland. For the Cleveland one doesn't count because they don't strike out. Uh, I watched the Detroit one because I had him in all my lineups and he just, he had a lot of scratch, you know, chopped hits, some long pitch counts. So I wasn't really concerned about that, but before that he was fine. Eight, nine, seven, eight. So I think tonight you can feel comfortable six innings, seven or eight strikeouts. I really think that that is what he's going to get. So I'm not as concerned his velocity's not down, maybe one mile an hour or so, but nothing like I did notice that because I watched it closely last time out. That's a great point, and hopefully that calms you a little bit as far as he goes, uh, Doug. All right, um, let's get back to this. So that's that's where we're going to go there. I feel, feel more and more confident talking it through on here. All right. Uh, we only have two games left. Texas Rangers, LA Angels, 907. It is a total of 874 degrees in LA. Uh, wind blowing out to dead center at 10 miles an hour. Cole Reagans, the lefty youngster for the uh, Rangers, against Jose Suarez, the lefty, 7.4K for the Angels. 3.61 implied for the Rangers, 4.39 for the Angels. 
Uh, as far as this game goes, I think the Angels are a nice stack. I really do. Reagan's is not good. Uh, Rengifo has been I'm my MVP of the second half in baseball. I have played him almost every slate. He bats first, bats fourth, bats third. His price never goes over four. It's 4-2 now. But the, all the guy does is hit. He is one of the best breakout stories uh, that nobody talks about. Excuse me, but he's done great. And he could get in my lineup again today with some kind of angel stack, especially in the after-hour slate. Trout is, of course, very playable but expensive. Uh, Shohei, 6K, I'm not sure. A lefty on lefty, I want to go there, but he hits lefties, man. Uh, Taylor Ward's the guy I really like, 4-2. I think he homers tonight. He was almost my home run call. Uh, so you can get a lot of good sticks from the Angels side against Reagans. Um, Suarez is, is pretty tough. Don't trust many of the, the Texas bats. Uh, the two bats I like the most are lefties, and Suarez uh, is pretty tough on lefties. So not probably going to go to the Rangers. If I went anywhere, I'd go up top with Simeon, whose price has drifted down to 4-5. He was way up there in the fives here not that long ago. Can also go to Garcia. Uh, I think uh, Garcia is a terrific play tonight at 4-3. A really nice one-off. If you want a lot of exposure to this game, I'd go to the pitch, the hitters, Simeon and Garcia, and on the other side, like a Rengifo and Ward, or if you have the, the salary, a Trout. All right, um, I'm going to talk about stacks because we haven't done that. We talked about pitching for the main slate as far as ownership goes. Let's click, and this is up to the moment information. Top pitching, uh, top stacks. DraftKings main slate ownership. We don't want, we'll talk about that. Ownership share, 20% Dodgers. So that's why I wanted to get to this. Angels that I just said that I like is a stack 15. Rangers at 11 though. So going to a lot of bats in that game, I'm not going to be alone. Everybody else, single digits, so you can pretty much go anywhere you want. Milwaukee, 8, St. Louis, 7, Mets, 7, Houston, and Colorado, 5. That's on DraftKings. On FanDuel, let's see if we have any type of different look here. We've got Dodgers, overwhelming, 26, Angels, 15, Milwaukee, 14, then falls off a cliff. Uh, this group is all basically six, St. Louis, Mets, Texas, Colorado, and the White Sox. On Yahoo, who's been wonderful for us, Yahoo uh, ownership share, stacks, Dodgers sweep the board, 18%, Angels second again at 11, Milwaukee jumps up in the honor of Crash Davis, at 10%, Atlanta 9, St. Louis 8, San Diego 8, Texas 8. So that gives you a feel on the stacks uh, for the main slate. Which brings us to our last game, which is the Colorado Rockies, Los Angeles Dodgers. It is a 9-10 game, so a little earlier finish tonight. Let's just get a little extra rest for football tomorrow. Uh, it is 71 degrees, wind blowing out to center at 8 miles an hour. Eight and a half is the total, 3.21 for the Rockies, and the highest implied total on the slate, and the highest owned stack, 5.29 implied for the Dodges. Kyle Freeland, the lefty, 6.4K. 
against Michael Grove, 5.3K, taking the bump for the Dodgers. What are we doing in this game? Well, the Dodgers are expensive. And as you know, I'm paying up for pitching. So where I'm going to be different and contrarian is I'm going to be holding my breath. I will have my ears plugged, peeking out of one eye, watching the at-bats, hoping the Dodgers don't go crazy. Because I would love to say to you, oh, stack the Dodgers, take bets, Turner, Freeman, Smith, you know, you know, they're five, six, five, four, five, four, five, two, a four, seven. So it's just you can't realistically get to all of them if you're paying up for batting or hitting. So I will try to have a one off if I can find a second cheaper one like a Chris Taylor or Trace Thompson. I'll go that route, but I will not be on the Dodgers stack like everybody else is going to be. But it is terrifying. So I do want some exposure there. If I do rotate and get off of Cease or, you know, one of the uh, higher price pitchers and do go with a cheap pitcher as an SP2, I would go to more Dodgers hitters if I can. Um, really not interested in the Rockies. Uh, I don't like Michael Grove, but the Dodgers bullpen's pretty good. I mean, you can get a one-off with McMahon if you want or a somebody like that, or Crone or Grishik, but I wouldn't uh, be crazy about going that direction. Um, so it's not going to be a lot of ownership on that last one for me. All right, I'm going to do some picks uh, real quickly for uh, prize picks and, of course, Boom Fantasy. To review a little bit, I hopefully this gives everybody that's maybe joined in late an idea of sort of some of the things I went over today. Um, how you doing, Earl Tyson? And great to see you in here, buddy. Um, I am. Thank you, Earl. I'm, tr I'm getting there. I think I'm improving little by little. <clears throat> here are some guys that I, that I noted, and they're scattered throughout. So I, if you've been here the whole time or need to watch it back, I'll go, I went over everybody. But I do like Castillo, Lodolo, Jameson early, some pitchers early. Scherzer, Cease, I, I like for sure. More on the main slate. Uh, Harper, uh, I like if, if Philly is plays and if they get in any of those games. Kike Hernandez, I think, is a great uh, contrarian play today for the Red Sox. I like the Angels stack. I mentioned them. I like Toronto stack, very uh, sneaky. Um, and, you know, that's really the main stuff. And, again, if you need to review, go back through. Uh, that'll catch up on, on what we said there. So, all right, as far as uh, Boom Fantasy, our presenting sponsor, I do want to thank them. If you haven't tried them out, go try them out. A link is connected right here. In uh, If you're watching on YouTube, click that link, download their app. They're terrific. If you're watching on Twitter, same thing. The app's there. The app is also, uh, the uh, link is also connected to our TikTok. And on our website, if you want to join us, Join us for the NBA package because you get from now until October 16th, two and a half weeks, completely scot-free. And then it's only four payments of $77, Dirk's idea for Luca for the whole NBA season. And you get everything that we have here at Coach Talk. It ends April 9th, 2023. So come and join us with that. HR calls today. Um, I like, let me go back and look. I like... Uh, Harper in that in that uh, scenario if if you're able to get to him let me go back 
and gander here because I did go over a few that I I liked. Um, let's see here. I th I think that the Blue Jays bats I like a, a home run from two homers from a combination of either not one guy but Springer Bichette Guerrero Kirk Chapman that group of and Tay Oscar that group of six. I like duo homers there. I think they get to Baylow today. So stacking up some of those Blue Jays, getting some home runs there, I think, uh, are very, very sneaky. I also like uh, grabbing a Seattle homer in this mix. Suarez, Mitch Haniger, Ty France. I think one of those guys come through for us. Um, I do uh, like Cleveland, a couple of the righties, low-owned guys for a homer. Rosario, Gonzalez, or um, Miller, very low-owned guys that could pop one out. I think you you also could get to a twin and a Miranda or Correa or a rise uh, on that side of the ball. I think those guys are sharp. Definitely love the lefties from Philly in game two against Washington, specifically Harper. He'd be my number one home run call. And then Schwarber. Uh, being number two. Um, other home run possibilities for me, I think that's pretty much it. Um, oh, I wouldn't, I like uh, the Braves, lefties, Nimmo, McNeil, Vogelbach. I like one of those guys, if not two of them to go deep as well. So all kinds of bonus home runs. So hopefully out of that group, uh, we get three, four, five homers. Who knows? And then don't forget those Angels bats against Cole Reagans, man. If you can afford Trout, go for it. Taylor Ward, probably second or third favorite choice for a home run. How can I not say Ren Gifo? The dude just, every time I play him, he homers. I love that guy. All right, so that's it. That's the, the fill in there. Uh, my two uh, boom picks for the day. Are, let's see here. I like Harper over one and a half total bases. That's on Boom Fantasy. And I like um, Wilson Contreras over uh, Jonathan India head to head in their matchups that they do. They're really cool how they do those on Boom Fantasy. I like both guys to hit, but I think Contreras is another guy. Uh, that you can play on the early slate if you're playing that Cubs game. Um, uh, he's leading off against uh, Nick Lodolo. Now, I never play hitters against my pitchers. So where I'm playing Lodolo, I won't play Contreras. I just don't believe in it. But where I'm not playing Lodolo, uh, I do like Contreras. I think he's the dangerous uh, stick from the uh, Cub side. Okay. Let's go to prize picks and grab a few selections there. First one on prize picks. I'm going to go total bases. Uh, where did he, let's make sure it's still on there. Cause I don't want to give you something that's expired. Um, where is he? Yep. He's not on there. So they must've changed him. Let me, let me go back and switch it to hitter fantasy score. I'll do the same guy there. Getting it live in person. Can't, there it is. 
Uh, Bryce Harper over eight and a half hitter fantasy score is my top play uh, hitting wise. And then as far as pitching my top uh, play, I'm going to go with under pitcher fantasy score 21 and a half Brian Balow. Like I said, the rap, uh, the Raptors. Hey, hey, it's basketball, right? It's coming around. The Blue Jays are my one of my favorite stacks today. I think they, they get to Balow. I do not think he gets. I have him at 17 projected fantasy score. On uh, he is 21 and a half on uh, Prize Picks. All right, my friends. I think that's everything I got. And it sounds like I'm making a comeback, so I'm going to do my best to be on the football podcast tonight uh, with our two um, wonderful NFL pros. Crash is traveling, so he's going to have some uh, lineups for our members tomorrow. But Deb and Steven are going to handle that breakout today. Uh, Anybody else have any questions? HR calls, I got you those. Very early HR calls. All right, let me look back and make sure. If I so we're looking at very early FanDuel HR calls. Let me see what I can give you a couple here if I can. I'm just I'm going to go directly from this podcast to right on the weather because I need to make sure that the Baltimore Yankees and Philly at Nationals games play. That's my number one concern. So that that we're going to look at. if I'm playing Lodolo, I'm not going to go Wilson Contreras. But if I'm not, Wilson Contreras is one of the home run calls I make. If somehow the Philadelphia game plays, I like I said before, I think Schwarber and Harper could homer on both ends of this doubleheader, especially Harper. Uh, these, these games matter for Philly, and I like the, the ballpark and the pitchers they're going against. So that's definitely where I'd go. Um and then on the red side, I like uh, either Farmer or Fairchild. And Fairchild's going to be dirt cheap and low owned. Farmer's 4.9K, Fairchild's only 2.3. So hopefully that answers a couple of options for you there. Uh, yes, I'm giving away one more set of tickets right now. Uh, I think I've covered everything else. If there's any other final questions, Or if you're in here watching and you haven't said hello, please say hello so you get in the last drawing as we're flipping the button. Yeah, five seconds to get in here. All right. Whoever's in is in. I'm clicking up. And thank you for the super chats, Alan Hayes and Doug L. We're going to do that the rest of the podcast today and tomorrow. And that goes to Operation Hope. All right. The winner of the second set of free tickets for the money maker tomorrow fear money entertainment llc you have won the second set of tickets congratulations my friends the two winners please send me a um dm at joe sarvati or at dfs coach talk with your paypal address on the way out as mr boy from cali just mentioned hit the thumbs up Hit the subscribe button. Click that alert. Also, if you're a member, don't forget to get in our NFL competition. We have that little DraftKings deal every Sunday for the main slate, and somebody gets to have the bragging rights 
Uh, so if you want to finish second, I've already claimed first. We'll go from there. But uh, thank you so much, everybody. Appreciate it. And uh, thanks for all the well wishes. And we'll be back at 8 p.m. Eastern tonight. Members will be busy posting stuff all afternoon. So stay in Discord and have a fantastic Saturday. Thank you very much. We'll be back this evening when we look to crush it in NFL and MLB, DFS, prize picks, and boom, fantasy.